0: So, you guys, what can I say? <laughs> we're living in some crazy town right now. That's, gosh, how do I even begin? I, I'm not even, I don't know how you guys are feeling. But it is, has been absolutely nuts, right? In the last, well, few years actually, right? Our world has changed a lot and we're, we're looking at, how, how do I even begin? Where do I even begin, right? Um, remember how I, I've told you the, the way to get to the truth is to ask questions. And narcissists hate it when you ask questions. They don't want you to figure out the truth. They don't want you to know what they are doing. They just want you to shut up. And obey, right? They want you to go along with them and let them do what they're going to do. Um, when you think that a narcissist cares about you because they do a few things for you, because they throw you a bone or some crumbs once in a while, you might actually think that this narcissist cares about you. But they are only—they only care to use you as either person that um, convinces other people that they're okay, so maybe you're just kind of one of their flying monkeys that they feed once in a while and they take care of once in a while so that they appear normal. Um, Then other people would then get caught up into their trap of lies. So here's the thing. How do you know if you're being controlled by a narcissist, psychopathic, crazy person who really doesn't have good intentions towards you, right? You have to keep asking questions. Do not ever believe something just because someone tells you, right? I think we have been so gullible for so long. We, we've accepted people as good. We just assume people are general, generally good, Right? And what I've noticed, actually, there's this is kind of weird. I don't know, it's like psychology thing, but I think there's something behind it where the people, you know, it's almost like you don't trust them as much as you trust strangers. And let me explain what I mean by that. Not some stranger that you watch. Well, maybe even some stranger that you watch on TV. Some people do trust those strangers more then they even trust people they've known for a decade who've not lied to them, who've shown them, you know, their loyalty, their their heart, who they really are. And yet people will rather trust something they see on TV from a stranger, right, from somebody they've never met. They don't know if this person is really a good person. They know that person's on TV for a while, but you don't know anything about that person, right? And you just make assumptions about strangers. Not you, you, but, you know, all of us. We make assumptions about strangers. Like, they're safe unless they show us that they're not safe. And even then, when they do show us that they're not safe, say, you know, these people that are on TV, they're caught in major crimes, right? They even get convicted of these major crimes. And yet we still trust them because they continue to play sports, or they continue to broadcast, or they continue to act. And you're like, well, if they were really, really bad, then are, they would be behind bars. But here's the reality. There are classes of people. People do not get put behind bars if they belong to a certain class, okay? I think we are all starting to see that, if you haven't already seen that. Hey Janny, good to see you. Just want to say hi to you, hopping on here. But the thing we're talking about today is: are we being controlled by narcissists and psychopaths? And I want to say yes, because that's that's how they operate. They they do it undercover. They're not going to be blatant about controlling us. They're not going to be like, aha, I'm the bad guy, I'm the villain, I wear all black, and I have this. Curly Q mustache right whatever you think of a villain in your mind they're not going to fit that profile they're not going to come into your life and announce that they're going to take control of you or they're going to take advantage of you or they're going to hurt you in some way they're going to act as if they're normal they're going to act as if they're a good person this is why they build up a story they they have so much to tell you right they They always build up a story about themselves, and why do we believe them? Back to my first point. We kinda tend to believe that strangers are good people until they prove themselves not. When we meet a person for the first time, and I've noticed this a few times, and I've warned my friends about doing this. I used to do this too when I was younger, but it's like you you tend to just trust the person. Like you may have even just met them at the bar. You're sitting at the bar, They're sitting there too. You start up a conversation or you're standing in line somewhere and you start up a conversation or you're on a, I don't know, some on the bus. I guess people don't really talk on the bus anymore. But, you know, let's say you're somewhere, you're in the park and you sit down at a bench and they're sitting there as well. You start up a conversation and they sound normal. They start talking. Hey, my name is John or hey, my name is Mark or whatever, you know. Hey, my name, you know, what's your name? I'm Michelle. You know, you just start a conversation. And then you just assume that since they can have this conversation and look very normal, then they must be a good person. And they're smiling and they look like they're okay and they look like they're safe to you because they're not announcing that they're an unsafe person. They're going to act normal. And here's the thing. When we meet people, we just automatically think when we have a conversation back and forth then they must be okay and then for some reason people start to trust them right we start to trust them we start to give them information about ourselves they ask us about ourselves we, we tell them suddenly for some reason our how we grew up who our parents are what our siblings do for a living you know I noticed this Like you you start telling them about your own life, where you work, who, you know, whether you even like work or you don't like work, you complain about work with them. This is a total stranger. And conversations like this kind of indicate, not kind of, they indicate that the need for us to have relationship. That's why we do this. This is why we make ourselves vulnerable because we tend to need relationship and we Tend to trust until someone proves us they're not trustworthy. We kind of do this when it comes to people on TV as well. We trust what they say. This is why marketing, you know, in marketing for a long time, they've known that if they put a sports star or an actor or an actress uh, to promote a product, we're going to trust that person, right? Because they play a trustworthy character on TV, right? They play this mom or dad or they play, Well, oh, I can talk about a particular, you know, America's dad who, when that whole story blew up, shocked everybody. Like we just trusted this guy and he was out there selling pudding, okay? <laughs> the pudding pop guy. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember those commercials, but yeah, we trusted him because the image that we saw on TV, the image they want to portray to us is a trustworthy one. So when we ask ourselves, are we actually being controlled by a narcissist or by a psychopath? The answer is yes. So what is what do you do about that? What's the solution, right? The solution is do not give away your trust so easily and so willingly, Yes. Oh, thank you, Jenny. Jenny has a comment here. The government and media really behave like a textbook narcissistic manipulator. You really see that once you get a bulletproof understanding about narcissism. Thank you. Yes. I wonder how many of us are waking up to this and are more aware of this than the regular person wandering around having no idea about narcissistic personality disorder. Those of us who've been studying NPD, those of us who've been affected by NPD and have identified it, because many of us are affected by it, but we don't identify it until much later in life when something comes across and we learn about it or someone tells us about it. In my case, it was somebody who told me about it because she grew up, she said, with narcissistic parents, and I didn't understand what that was because I never heard the term I mean, I heard the term narcissism before, but I always thought it was just somebody who was into their looks, right? It was just very uh, self-centered and into their looks. Not even self-centered. Mainly, it was just someone who just who thought they were the best-looking person in the place, whatever. You know, that's what I thought narcissism was. Little did I know that NPD is far more nefarious than that. So when we take a look at what's going on with the government with right now, what's going on with the media, we know that the media has been lying to us for two straight years. Now, I'm watching people. This is the bizarre thing to me. I'm watching people who know, and I'm sorry, the media has been lying to us for far longer than two years, but in the last two years, it's become more evident to even more people. Right? Some of us have been aware that the media lies to us all the time. For instance, I, I remember in the 90s um, seeing, uh, what is it? I think I've talked about this before. Uh, in the 90s, I was watching uh, the news because Israel was in the news again. There was always some kind of conflict going on between Israel and the Palestinians, Right now, it's really bizarre that we never hear anything at all about it. Like for the last two years, absolutely nothing coming out of Israel. I don't know if you all noticed that. But for three decades, all I remember hearing was Israel, Israel, Israel is always in the news. Like if it wasn't on the news that day, it will be in the news by the end of the week. There was always something going on there. Um, And suddenly for two straight years, nothing. And I'm talking about the conflict, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Suddenly, there, it's not there anymore. There's no more conflict. I'm like, what the heck, right? So are we being controlled by the media? Yes, because the media focuses our eyes on what it wants us to see. So back in the 90s, I remember, you know, Israel was always in the news. And at this point, I cannot even remember because it was always back and forth. Somebody was always shelling somebody else. Either Palestinians were attacking the Israelis or Israelis were attacking the Palestinians. And at the time, CNN was reporting that, I think it was, the Israelis uh, attacking the Palestinians. It was the narrative. And they were showing uh, a small town or a town, you know, with buildings, though, not huts. Okay, so don't imagine huts. They're actual buildings, mortar and brick buildings, uh, being shelled by, I believe it was the Israelis, and uh, people were all in an uproar right And they're like oh my gosh they're, they're leveling this town they're destroying this town look at this and there were like three buildings on fire you could see like the smoke coming out of three buildings and um, coming out of the center of, of a residential area and you are like oh my gosh the whole town's being shelled oh my goodness well within hours this was reported by CNN within hours it didn't take very long some tech person and probably not even a really high tech person kind of noticed And this is back when photoshopping was fairly new I mean this is back in the 90s you guys so they noticed that this building that's you know the three places where there was fire looks like the same building then they noticed that it was photoshopped into the picture three times Yeah, the landscape with the same building photoshopped into it three different places on fire to make it look like this whole town is getting bombed, right? (laughs) So, of course, CNN was called on it. And guess what? Someone at CNN did photoshop that picture. Absolutely did photoshop it. It was revealed. I don't think the name of the person who did it was revealed. Was that person disciplined? I do not believe they were was CNN disciplined? No, not at all. Everybody just was just ignored that and went on watching CNN as if they are a reliable news source. Now I'm not just picking on CNN. It's all of them by the way. It is all of them you're watching Fox, you're watching CNN, you're watching I don't I don't, I don't even want to MSNBC. By the way, the MS stands for Microsoft, right? So guess who owns NBC? <laughs> Um, guess who owns CBS, ABC, all of the channels in the U.S.? Uh, And not only that, even look at the Young Turks, right? If you're watching them, look at who owns them. Look at who owns all the channels that you watch that have become mega maniac media channels. They're absolutely narcissistic, psychopathic controllers. And what we do is we trust them. Right. We trust them because the people who are announcing the news or even acting right? because they've hired some sports people. They've hired some actors and actresses. They've hired people who've been in the media forever. So they have a name and a face that we trust. They hire people who've done talk shows. So, oh, this is just a talk show host. So, of course, why should I not trust this person? They don't have anything. You know, they do their own independent uh, research and then they come on to the talk show and they they provide their perspective that's all that's happening no 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 that is not all that's happening we are being led to focus on what they want us to focus even the newscasters this was done back in oh my gosh early 2000s I want to say John Stossel if you remember him he did a um, an expose where he had about I want to say 40 Different channels across the United States, maybe even more. It might have been fifty, because I remember like these little screens, right? Little pictures of each channel, each uh, news host standing or sitting, right, and and relaying the news of that day. Every single person was reading from a script. They had they they said the exact same sentence, the exact same phrases. The exact same story in the exact same way. So do you guys know what copy is? Copy is what the newscasters get that gets printed out by their main parent company. Or whoever wants to send it, I suppose, right? That controls their station. Um, Sentenced it to every station across the nation. And it prints out and then they get they have to read it. So this is why every station reads the same copy. They they, they say the exact same words, they're telling you the exact same story, the exact same narrative. Is this kinda starting to hit home a little bit here? Um, If you hear a catchphrase used over and over and over again, it's because they're reading from the same script. They're being told by their corporate owners, this is what you will say. And the corporate owners, by the way, have a huge marketing and psychology, um, you know, I, what do you, they, they hire people who have psychology degrees, right? They, they hire people to do marketing using psychology because they know that's how they can manipulate us. We are 100% being manipulated. I was watching another show. Oh my gosh, what is it called? Oh, I have to find it again. But it's on Netflix. And it's like, at first you think it's about a magician. And it is a magician who's hosting the show. And what he talks about is um, how easily we're manipulated. And he gets these three influencers, right? Internet influencers to come to some studio that a lot of influencers use. They go from room to room and take pictures. They have all kinds of bizarre and funny and colorful rooms that have all kinds of props, you know, hats and and uh, kitchen appliances, you know, egg beaters, you know, that type of thing, spatulas. Um, they go from the pillows, you know, one room's full of pillows, one room's full of lanterns, things like that. So he tells these three influencers to go and take, you know, as many pictures as they can in five minutes in every room, posing and all that, right? So they do, they run into all these different rooms and use whatever, Whatever objects they want to use and uh, pose with those objects, right? And pose on top of the the furniture and whatever sets that they have set up in the in the room. So all, these three, they run around to all these three rooms, doing this, taking. Actually, in five minutes, they took like thousands of pictures, so um, or maybe hundreds. I don't know. Then at the end, they the three of them are sitting on the couch, and the 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 host asks them. To choose uh, one picture, one picture, okay, of um, that they would post on their Instagram or whatever social media they're on, TikTok, whatever it was. So they did. They they each chosen it without showing to it to each other. Chose a picture out of the hundreds that they took in that five minutes, and posted it. Okay. So after they've posted it, he says to them, okay. How many of you chose? And he says, this room. You know, so out of about 15 or 20 rooms that they have in this studio, he says, this room. And he chooses this one room. And they're like, yeah. You know, you know, and they all raise their hands. Now, out of the hundreds of pictures they took in all the different rooms, they all chose this one room to post on their social media. Then he says, how many of you. Posed sitting on, and then he says, "I think it was the swing." And they're like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, all of them! All of them chose a picture of them sitting on this one swing in this one room." He goes, "Okay, now how many of you chose, you know, for your um, prop an ice cube tray?" They're like, "Oh my gosh, all three of them! All three of them chose an ice cube tray. All three of them chose the same room. All three of them chose to sit." on the same, um, whatever, you can call it furniture, I suppose. And they, they looked at each other like, what What just happened? How did this happen? You know, out of the hundreds, and I think it really was thousands, but out of all the pictures that they took, so thousands when it you add up the three of them together, out of the thousands of pictures that they took, how is it that they chose the exact same, in almost the same pose, by the way, And the reason for that is because at the beginning, when they first walked into the room, the the host introduced himself, had them introduce each other, you know, themselves. And then he started talking to them about all kinds of things. And he was telling them that he was wanting to start up uh, an Instagram page himself, right? He wanted to become an influencer and wanted them to take a look at a few pictures that he took of himself and, you know, which ones would make a good meme or which ones would make a good post. And he had them look at his pictures. And he had several pictures. Probably, I want to say, 20 pictures that he had them looking at. And and in each picture, he says, how about this phrase for this picture? How about that phrase? For... And they're like, oh, that's a corny phrase that you used, you know. Like he had a an ice cube tray. And he goes, hey. And that he was, um, he's like oh, isn't it, you know, I'm so hot, I want to ice myself down, right? So he says that. Then, I'm just making that up, but he says something like that. And then there's another picture of him where he's hanging out with his son, and they're at the playground, they're on a swing, or the son's on the swing, and he's like, hey, just chilling with the the boy, you know? Um, anyway, so what happened is he, he introduced terms like chilling, ice, and... Um, You know, showed them pictures of one picture of the boy on the swing. Um, Anyway, they had no idea that all these pictures were were getting set into their mind, right? And that it was narrowing their mind down to focus on so much that they chose the same room, the same prop, and the same uh, place to sit down. So... When we're watching TV and we're thinking, we're thinking of, we're independent thinkers. We we can come to a conclusion on our own. We're, We're just paying attention to the news, that's all. And we even flip channels. You know, we're not even watching one news station. In fact, we're watching liberal and conservative news channels. We're not limiting ourselves to one perspective, right? And this is what we believe. Hey, and we're smart too. We're watching PBS and we're listening to NPR. You know, these are the brainiac channels, right? Uh, Or or we're watching the History Channel, or we're watching, you know, so whatever it is you think you're watching, here's the here's the deal. There's one narrative, there's one focus, and we don't realize there's only one because we're showing, we're being shown dozens of stories, we're being shown dozens of images, we're being shown, we're even hearing thousands of words each day, right? And we think we're, we're coming to our own conclusion. And it's funny because when you look around and you see everybody has the same narrative right now. Everybody has the same narrative. Um, about two weeks ago, there were two different camps of narratives, and we were focused on something else. Remember what it was we were focused on for about two solid years? and they had a protest about it up in Canada. Yeah, and they're doing it right now through the U.S. (laughs) Um, Yeah, for two solid years, all we did was fight each other on these two perspectives on this issue. And people were getting silenced on on media. So you mostly heard one perspective, right? Uh, If you relied on media. Now, you also, if you went looking for another or alternate media, right, alternate news, you may have heard some differences there. But even so, you still hear a certain narrative spoken there continually. Are we being controlled by narcissists and psychopaths? Absolutely, we are. When we sit down and we think that we're taking this information in and it's, innocuous and it's just gathering information Um, but we're listening to people that aren't asking questions they're not asking questions or they're asking the wrong questions let's just say that right now I'm getting involved um, uh, and I hate it right getting pulled back into politics getting involved politically and I hear people say which candidate Not presidential, it's just local, you guys, you know, local candidates that they're choosing. And people have buzzwords like constitutional or, um, let me think, what's another buzzword? Uh, Conservative. Uh, Another buzzword is tolerance, right? Another buzzword is inclusive, right? Uh, Another buzzword is, um, well, there are a lot of buzzwords, but let's say, there are certain camps that favor these buzzwords, right? Different each. There are two different camps there. So when your candidate tells you the buzzword that you're really liking, right? And you're like, oh, they're, they're totally awake. They know. They know what's going on because they said this buzzword. Well, let me ask you, what questions did you ask the candidate? So I have interviewed. Not interviewed, but I've interacted with people who are convinced that they have been at a QA and a with that candidate. They totally approved of all the answers that candidate gave. Here's my question to them. What questions were asked that to that candidate, right? And how deep did they go? Now, if they only asked the candidate, do you believe this is happening? Do you believe in this ideology? Do you believe in being, you know, in the conservative ideology? Do you believe in the liberal ideology? Do you believe, right? Um, is there a problem with, with uh, the justice, you know, the criminal justice system? Do we need to reform that? Do you believe that we need to back the, the, the police? You know, you know, these things that they ask them, okay, yeah, they believe, they believe, right? Um, do you believe that there's a homelessness problem? Uh, do you believe there's a drug addiction problem? Do you believe, you know? So they're asking them these questions. Do you believe these things? And it's so easy for a candidate to say, sure, of course I believe those things. Of course I believe there's a problem there. Of course I believe that we need to do something about it. And if I get into office, I'm going to do something about it because that's my biggest concern. And suddenly everybody's like, ah, oh, that candidate is on my side. That's my candidate. Well, what I asked the people that I've been interacting with is, so how will your candidate solve this problem? And I get silence. I get crickets. Um, well, I don't know. But I know that they're very concerned about it. I'm like, that's great. If they're that concerned about it, then they must have come up with some solutions, right? They they must have spent some time thinking about this problem. If that is their number one priority, then they must have drawn out some Kind of a plan, right? What's their plan? What are they going to do? And there's nothing. Um, um, Well, they're gonna they're gonna fight the other side. They're gonna oppose the other side. (laughs) I'm like, okay, oppose the other side. But what are they going to do? Oh, they're gonna vote yes on these issues. They're gonna vote no on those issues when they're in office. Like, okay, but. The voting thing just makes it seem like, well, let me explain this to you. A lot of times the candidates you vote in don't vote the way you think they were going to vote. And not only that, they um, they don't seem to be doing anything. They don't even show up to vote, right? Their voting record is horrible. And it doesn't matter whether you're on the left or the right. This happens. And... You don't check though. You just have no idea. You just sit at home and you know legislation gets passed or legislation doesn't get passed. And you have no idea how or why. You just assume everybody's doing what they told you they were gonna do while they were campaigning. But you never took the time, not you, you, right? Us, all of us. We never take the time to ask these candidates, well, how are you gonna do that? If this is your biggest concern, what ideas have you come up about it? Right. What what would you propose we do to solve this problem? Right. Not just oppose the other side. So, you guys, are we being manipulated? Are we being controlled by narcissists and and by psychopaths? Yes, we are. They know how to use the media. It's gotten to the point where, you guys, we are so plugged into our phones. We're watching images all day long. Even if we're watching people that we trust, that have their own channels. And, you know, I guess I'm trying to stay away from pointing you in any direction other than just question. Okay? Just question. You know that we're being lied to. Now, each of us has to come to the truth somehow. Oh, I had a conversation with a person today and um, we were talking about what's going on in Ukraine, right? And uh, I told her what I heard from a friend of mine who's getting deployed and what he said last night. Like, so this is not old, old news. And so I informed her what he said and then she disagreed, right? And and she said, well, I have a daughter-in-law who's, uh, you know, this rank and this branch and i'm like yeah your rank doesn't mean anything are you is she like in combat is she actually paying attention is she able to get to the the information that people who are being deployed get you know um so you guys you might think i i hold a certain position on this i'm not telling you what it is and i'm not even alluding to it So you may be guessing wrong. I don't even know what to tell you. But you may be guessing right because it is pretty much along with what I have been saying all along, which is don't trust anything you hear, right? Don't trust anything you see. And if the mainstream is all going along with it, if the narrative is one narrative, question it. Find out more. Oh, And not only that, because right now we found that um, more images have been brought out to conflate the situation so maybe you're going to figure out where i stand now more images have conflated this situation and actually lied about what's going on over there pictures of people pictures of burning cities right pictures of fire and um people are like oh my gosh oh my gosh remember my story about israel back in uh, the 90s israel and the palestinians um And they were caught red-handed. The biggest news agency there was back then. Now there are competitors to CNN, but back then CNN was it. It was on 24-7 news. And people thought, this is where I'm going to be able to get trustworthy, reliable, honest news. Like on the ground, boots on the ground, real pictures. And even back in the 90s. They did a hack job of photoshopping a picture, which was so obvious that someone caught it within probably an hour. But then within a few hours, it was circulating across everywhere on all the other news channels. Because back then, there were a lot more independent news channels, you guys. Nowadays, there really isn't. There's like a parent company and hundreds of local um, channels across the US controlled by the exact same parent company. So anyway, let me get back to this. There have been currently pictures that have been put out there and they're, they're still out there. Oh, is it Miss, you know, the Miss Universe contestant for Miss Ukraine? Yeah. She was out there. They were saying, oh, look, she's even joined the fight and she's got all geared up right in some military stuff and she's holding some kind of a gun. Well, guess what? That was a picture taken off of her Instagram where she had gone airsoft uh, to play airsoft back last summer, I think it was. And so, of course, she's all geared up and she's holding this airsoft gun. And they were trying to portray that like she's joining and helping out, you know, the Ukrainians fight against the Russians. And you guys, that was immediately she got on and she says, this is not true. I'm not military. And that's a picture of me playing airsoft because I love to play airsoft. Guess what they took down? Guess what she was forced to take down? Not the picture of her in the gear, the explanation. She had to take down her explanation of what she was doing in that picture. And that picture, I believe, stayed up all week long. So I'm not sure if it's still up um, with the tag that she's joined the fight. Uh, But it's that's data. So you guys, are we being manipulated? Absolutely. Are we being controlled by narcissists and psychopaths? Absolutely. Are all the people who are reporting narcissists and psychopaths? No, I think that they're just the flying monkeys, right? I think they're the flying monkeys doing the bidding of the psychopaths that are controlling the narrative. So you guys, that's what I have to share with you today. (laughs) Uh, I know that many of you are here, but for whatever reason, I understand why you may not want to talk about this because we're being censored if we dare question, right? How dare we question? Um, This may not be monetized because of that, (laughs) so we'll see. I try not to use any of their crazy buzzwords that they hate and would censor you for or censor me for. So let's see if we can get a conversation going in the comment section. Uh, I know that as I've tried to comment and lead people to other reports, right, that that showed that these are not real or, or this this image was concocted or this image was actually they had a woman, I believe, uh, bandaged up. And it was from, oh, what was it from? It wasn't even from an explosion. It was from a i can't remember was it a natural disaster or maybe a fire i I don't remember but she came out of it and she was all bandaged up and even a senator i believe either senator or congressman i don't know posted this like you know with tears in his eyes and his, his wavering voice like you know so he felt so bad for the citizens who who are experiencing or going through this war um turns out that picture that one picture okay they had one picture of an injured person um turned out it was taken back in 2019 and it was some natural disaster that she came out of. And, yeah, so you guys, are we being controlled and manipulated by narcissists and psychopaths? Absolutely. Do they have a media where they can control us? Absolutely. Uh, what can we do about that? Ask questions. Ask questions. Like even when you go onto uh, videos like this, and there's a conversation going on in the comments or something, right? And people are like, "Oh my gosh, we need to get out there. Those poor people, and this and that." And um, ask some questions. Oh, here's another good good thing to start asking too. Remember when at the beginning of all of this? Okay, none of the news channels were talking about this, by the way. The demands before the invasion. The demands. What were the demands? To to hold to the Minsk agreement. The Minsk agreement was that the Ukrainian government stop shelling the, what's it called, Donbass area, the Donbass. The two territories there that have been trying to become autonomous, right? Because they've been harassed and terrorized for the last eight years since 2015 actually it was before that they were being harassed and terrorized in 2014 and guess what there was a coup there was a coup of the government and guess who was placed in you know so that that current president was actually imprisoned and uh, they placed replaced him with somebody else Now go go back in the way, way back machine. This was also around the same time that you know what vice president was visiting Ukraine at that time and bragged that uh, he was able to get a prosecutor investigating a gas company called Burisma that his son was on the board of. He was able to to harass the, the Ukrainian government to remove that prosecutor because that prosecutor was investigating the corruption in that gas company of which his son was a board member getting paid guess what eighty thousand dollars a month what does that guy know about gas pipelines you guys what does he know about natural gas what did you know how can you imagine getting a job where you're paid eighty thousand dollars a month a month not a year you guys Um, for advising on something you have zero zero background on just because they want to get your your opinion Wow man that guy was the luckiest guy I guess landed the most amazing job anyway so that was right around the same time that this vice president uh, bragged and it's on video and and it was televised by news channels all over because it was a, a news conference that he was able to hold our, the U.S. $1 billion of aid to that country if, that, if they did not remove that prosecutor and fire him. Anyway, you guys, right around 2015, that's when it happened. And right around that time is when there was a coup and the government was uh, switched over to another government. Uh, this is why you heard the term neo-Nazi. Oh my gosh, you guys, the term Nazi, I mean, here I am. I'm probably going to be like strict, strict, whatever they do, give you strikes and all that. So for years now, at least, let me see how long ago, since, since six years now, right? So since 2016, the term Nazi has been thrown around so freaking much. If you don't believe or trust this vice president side, then you're a Nazi. That's what we were told, right? Anyone who doesn't believe and trust the mainstream media, anyone who doesn't go along with the, the um, destruction of our cities in these peaceful protests, anyone who doesn't uh, isn't okay with uh, increasing, releasing people, you know violent criminals uh, for their own health, of course, uh, you're a Nazi, okay? So everybody apparently is a Nazi to the media. <laughs> are we being controlled and manipulated by narcissists and psychopaths? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So back in 2015, the a neo-Nazi party was installed in Ukraine, you guys, and that's what now controls much of what's going on in that country. They continue to bomb Bomb, you guys. They have killed what I understand as uh, I think 13,000 civilians, 13,000 civilians during those eight years. And 80% of those 13,000 civilians were Russian Ukrainians, Russian Ukrainians. Okay. So what they're also not telling us is one third, maybe is it two thirds? Can't remember. I think two thirds of, um, ukrainians speak russian so they have a russian background right they, they come many of them from that background um, i'm not saying they're all like pro-russian of course but one third of them though are pro-russian and they have been suppressed they've been um isolated they've been uh, bombed and shelled. So 80% of the the civilians who've died in the last... Can you imagine 13,000 Americans dying by attacks from the military, our own military? Think about that. Is that a peaceful country for the last eight years since the coup? No, it's not, right? It is not. So <laughs> thank you BB Scott. Yes, we are. So For the last eight years, can you imagine if for the last eight years we lose 13,000 civilians, American civilians, due to our military bombing, um, setting on fire, buildings. There, I, I don't remember the, I have to get a couple of these things straight, but I do know that there was something that happened, and I don't know if it's back in 2015, 2016, when it happened, but they actually locked... Was it a hundred? I don't remember. Something in the hundreds of people in a building and set it on fire. These were citizens. Okay. They were burned alive. Did the international community um, cry out about that? Was there any retaliation? Was there any like, oh, put, put the, you know, the the Thandas flag or whatever it is, colors on your, On your Facebook profile. Oh my gosh, we gotta take care of them. We gotta protect them. This is so wrong. No, nothing, nothing was done. Why is that? Oh yes, thank you, BB Scott. Yeah, we there is so messed up over there and here. This is what I've learned about history, you guys. Um, the good and the bad. It, they change hands it's so weird it's like one one you know it depends on who takes them over right like these different parties these different governments who takes over so sometimes that same government that same uh country you know may have been evil in the past right but not anymore because they have a new government like well let's take a look at germany right back in world war Two, what was you know, were they evil? Yes, right? The Nazis were evil. Then after that, when they Im- implemented a new government, was that new government evil? So now is Germany post-World War II evil? No, they're not evil. But they did split up, right? They split up to the East and the West. East Germany and West Germany. So then we looked at East Germany was evil, West Germany was not. So, but now they're unified. So are they evil or are they good? Right? After the unification, oh, well, now they're all good. Everything's good, right? So it's kind of confusing when when you teach history to a person who's young, who doesn't know that Germany went through all this change in government, all this change in leadership. All they want to know is, like, is Germany good or is Germany bad? Well, it depends on what point in time you are and what area you were in Germany, right? What side you were in Germany, the east or the west. Same thing's happening in Ukraine, east or the west. What government has taken over it? It's not the exact same country for the last 10 years. It's not, right? Because there have been changes of government, changes of leadership, and also groups of people moving to, to areas to protect themselves, right? So the Russian Ukrainians have been moving east and they have been staying east and for the most part they've gotten some protection because of uh, Their heritage with Russia and Russia telling the Ukrainian government to stop it like stop shelling these people This is inhumane and so for all this time. We're thinking well Russia, Russia is bad, right? Russia They're the bad guys, but in this case were they helping or were they hurt harming they were helping right But they were opposing a tyrannical government that was terrorizing a portion of their their population. And that was happening, you guys, for the last eight years, which the media refuses to talk about. Anyway, so are we being manipulated and controlled by narcissists and psychopaths? The answer is yes. Sadly, the answer is yes. So what do we do about it? We need to keep asking questions. We need to keep going back and learning more. You guys, there's a, there are two video series that I've watched parts of. Okay, I haven't watched all of them. Um, but they have gotten me to ask a lot more questions. I, questions I did not even think to ask before. Okay? Um, one of them, one of the series is called Fall of the Cabal. I cannot post it, all media will immediately delete it. When I put it in a comment, my videos would disappear if I tried to write it down. So I hope you caught that. Go back to about 50 minutes on this uh, on this video and, and catch that again, the video name. Watch, um, I'll say it again. Fall of the... C-A-B-A-L. Got it? So look that up. You'll start to ask a bunch of questions too. Uh, And also there are videos like they showed us recently where um, in the past they had catastrophes happen or attacks, military things, right? Or whatever you want to call it. Um, And they'll show pictures. And then it's like, wait, these are the same people. What the heck? How come the same person is in that attack in that country, but then they have the same picture of the same person in the hospital now, same face, same person, uh, same bandaging, um, but now for to represent a different military problem, I guess, going on in a different part of the world. So they have pictures and video of that. So watch it. Again, F-A-L-L of the C A B A L. All right. So, the second video that I also would recommend you watch, and this is going to be extremely offensive. <clears throat> Not just offensive, actually, it's um, heart wrenching. It is gut wrenching. Um, you may only be able to take like one hour of it at a time. Excuse me, guys. <clears throat> you may only be able. Oh my gosh, I need a drink, sorry. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> all right, let me get back. Um, you may only be able to watch one hour at a time. I know I that's all I could do. I could not handle more than one hour at a time. It is so horrendous. Um, BB, you're right. You say, history is a lie that is agreed upon. Yeah. Yeah. And if you watch this other video, you'll find out that that's absolutely true. Uh, Not only that, but, I mean, don't believe everything this video says either, okay? Like, everything we see, you got a question. But it's good to get comparisons, right? It's good to hear um and dismantle some of the lies we have been believing for a long time and this does it dismantles a lot of the lies we believed for a long time some of it you'll see actually happening right now with the situation uh out in Europe so you're going to see like oh my gosh they did this before this is like the exact same narrative it's it's repeating itself Why is it that there's that, you know, the saying, if we don't learn history, we're bound to repeat it. We don't learn it, we're going to repeat it. And I think that's more true than we realize, but it also can manipulate you because what happens is, what if we were lied to the first time around, right? To believe who was the good guy and who was the bad guy. then the second time around, we're going to still believe that lie. and we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be manipulated again this is the bad guy these are the good guys so meanwhile we're being lied to but we believe it because we're like oh my gosh we learned this back then when we learned the false history and now we're comparing false history to what's happening now so they invert that again and we anyway it is so mind-freaking-blowing you guys so the name of that video is Europa, so let me spell that for you, E-U-R-O-P-A, so I think the last stand I think is the the second part of that, the subtitle, yeah, Europa. The Last Stand, and I don't know if you know the Greek mythology behind Europa. I didn't know this either, but um, yeah, just look it up. It actually is in the video, and then you'll learn the significance of that, why this uh, video is called that. It's long, okay. Each of these videos are long. This it they are. This one is a series, but they put it all together in one, and you're gonna have to go dig for it because it is not easy to find. I mean, you'll you know you'll dig for a few minutes. This one, I mean. But the first time you you type it in, it it's not going to come up like the video. It's, thir- I want to say it's 13 hours long, like 12 hours and 50 something minutes long. So uh, look into that. Or maybe it's 11 hours and 50 something minutes long. I can't remember. It's 12, 12 or 13 hours. And so look that up. E U R O P A. The last, the last, stand. Yeah. So if you guys can look that up, watch it. You're going to want to comment. I'm telling you. So if you want to comment about that, get back on this video and write down your comments. Like, what the heck am I watching? What the heck are we learning? Why were we not told this? You know, and, and not only that, it might be offensive to you because it portrays a very, very bad player as a possible good player. Okay. And, and I've had, I belong to groups where this video was suggested and a couple of guys just like lost their minds. They were so mad and they never even watched it, right? The person who was recommending it was just describing it to them. And when she said that this particular player um, may have been misconstrued in history, and I don't think she said anything more than that, these two lost their minds and got very mad you know both started getting mad at her in this group and then one of them left like he's like I'm no longer a part of this group and he walks out and I'm like what what the heck you're not even willing to look because their ideology their their what they base their life on as good versus evil has now been challenged and they don't want that they they refuse to allow that you guys have we been controlled and manipulated by narcissists and psychopaths yes we have yes we have i'm not saying that this guy is a good guy by the way you know in this video so i'm just saying you know or the good players you know who who the good guys were and who the bad guys were it got me questioning though it got me questioning about wait So maybe there were more bad guys than than we were told. So that's, I think, the conclusion we need to come to is not that, oh, there was just this one bad guy and everybody else was good. What if there were multiple bad players? What if there were multiple narcissists and psychopaths controlling us? What if it wasn't just one bad guy? Is that weird? Like you know, nowadays we only look at at um, the world, and our media keeps showing us like, oh, this one one leader, this one leader right here. This this leader is a bad bad guy. Everybody else, we can do business with. Everybody else, we can do trade with. And then suddenly the next month, oh, no, no, no. Now this one, one leader is the bad guy. Everybody else is good again. You know, the guy who used to be bad is now good. So we can do trade with him. And we're all focused on this one bad player. And I'm like, what if we're being manipulated by narcissists and psychopaths who are actually themselves the bad players? What if they're the ones who are the bullies? What if they're the ones who get us to be their flying monkeys without realizing it? Yeah. Anyway, you guys. Yeah, right? Isn't that horrible? It was horrible. Think about exactly, B.B. Scott. Think about who it was we uh, were allies with. We were allies with the absolute worst. Um country you could possibly have at that time, right? Like I said earlier, different countries go through different, uh, what do you call it? Governments, you know, different leadership. They have coups, new coup, you know, new governments are installed or new gov- governments are take over. Uh, people you thought were the good guys beat the bad guys and took, took over the leadership. And then suddenly they become the bad guys. And then you look back and go, wait a minute. So was the guy, the previous guy, the good guy? And then you realize, no, they were both bad. (laughs) So it's like mind blowing, you guys. So I don't know. That is my video for today. Maybe I will get on again later and maybe we'll talk about this again because I am done. I am so done being, you know, talking about stupid, distracting things. Um, I want to talk about what's important. And the next thing we want to talk about is what can we do, right? Um, how do we keep hope alive? How do we, how do we uh, now live? What, what should we do next? And maybe I will get, come on um, more regularly than just once a week so that we can start to coordinate and organize you guys, okay? I'll put out a reminder um, on the community posting If I do decide to get on at a different time than this. All right. Blessings to you guys. I have got to get going. I have an appointment to get to and um, watch those two. Don't forget to watch those two things. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being awake. God bless you all. You know, stay strong. Be positive. Do good things, you guys. All right. Do good things out there for others. Even as bad as things get. Keep doing good, all right? Be a blessing wherever you go. Yeah, hugs to you. And hey, Obie, good to see you. Did you just get on? Why am I not seeing you? That's weird. Oh, you know what? I don't think I have all my comments sent. There we go. Uh, oh, look at that. <laughs> That's good. That's good, Obie. Healed gangster of this disorder. Yeah. All right, you guys, God bless you, and I will see you next week. Don't forget to watch a commercial once in a while. Um, recommend a video. Don't forget to watch those two videos I recommended. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to about 50-minute mark, okay? I talk about the first one, and then probably, I want to say, 58-minute mark is the second one. Okay, Blessing to you, and I will see you sooner than next week.